here we go. Spring of 2020. This is the 1080 Outdoors Podcast Land Management Series, where our main focus is pursuing the truth for everyday hunters like you. I wouldn't say it's kind of an FU, it's definitely an FU. Chronicle and document how our season's going and give you real-time updates, overall land management practices. You have to find a way to hunt big buck where they are. Welcome to the 1080 Outdoors podcast. I am Taylor Henry. Joined with me today is Jed Domke after a long absence on the podcast. Jed Welcome back. Thank you. Glad glad to be here. <laughs> it's uh, a beautiful February day here in Wisconsin with a little bit of sleet, a little bit of snow, a little bit of rain. Um, overall, getting anxious to get out there. Yeah, cabin fever's setting in pretty hard. Yeah, we haven't done, and I think there's been, we haven't done a podcast since November. Um, and just to give you kind of a heads up, our podcast are going to continue focusing on the land management side of stuff. If you're listening to this podcast, you're interested in the six questions that are being proposed in Wisconsin. Um, We're going to kind of talk about each one of those questions, break down what we think of each of them, and possibly go into, well, definitely go into um, our beliefs on the best management states and some of the laws that I think Wisconsin miss out on and some of the opportunities are missing out on. So if you're not from Wisconsin, this, this should still be an interesting topic for you as every state is always changing. I don't think there's a perfect solution, but some are definitely doing it better than others. Um, anything on that, Jed? Excited to get into the questions? A little bit. I, I want to know first uh, what states are doing it better than others, would you say? You want to say that right now? I want you to say that right now. Okay. Because my guess is your thought and my thought are going to differ. Well, we're talking about whitetail, though. Yep. Um, I think from a general standpoint, I would say Iowa has created a... Um, I mean, just like the amount of revenue that probably comes in from their out-of-state people shows that they have pretty good management practices the quality of deer, I wouldn't say, and there's probably more deer there. Obviously we know how I feel about the size of deer compared to where we are mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. But I think, I don't know. I, th- I think Iowa does pretty well. I like their $500 out of state license price. Most people are going to crinkle their nose at that, but I mean, that money is pretty important. Yeah. And they like make I, a lot of it. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that anyone that's doing about $500 and has enough volume of people wanting to hunt there and still have that out of price, out of price, price tag of 500 is doing something right. So Iowa, Illinois. Yeah. What do you think? Ah, <clears throat> uh, yeah. I don't really care, I guess. Yeah. I just don't like that. Uh, <clears throat> they don't get to hunt with rifles in Iowa. I like that. Yeah, I know you do, and I don't. <laughs> yeah, I think that... You've, you've never had to, though. No, no. I wouldn't like it when I was 12. I wouldn't like it right? probably until like the last like year or two. Yeah. Um, and I grew up hunting the Metro unit, so I had to use a shotgun, and it sucked. Do you think it... So does it cut down your target radius to like under 100? No. Um... I mean, there's there's people who have setups for 200 yard shots, every, you know, consistently. Yeah, it's just uh, they're not they're just not the killing machine that a rifle is. My biggest argument for a shotgun is partially that is I think it packs a, a good punch, um, close in range. Whereas I see sometimes with rifles where they're like the blood trail is like non-existent for like 75 yards. Yes. And I think a lot of people probably walk away and there's a lot of deer dead in 20 more yards. Probably. With a rifle where probably. a shotgun you would assume that. But like you said, I don't have any experience right. hunting with slugs. I so. do know that in my experience I've had the, the exact opposite thing happen with a shotgun 
good blood trail right away. Peters out fast. Doesn't get all the way don't through. Have, you just don't have the expansion. Yeah. You don't have the shock. And uh, so the, the deer, dry, the blood trail dry up before the deer tips over. So you, you, I feel like you get the same, I don't know about the same amount, but I think if everybody had to use it, you'd probably get the same amount of wounded and not recovered yeah dear i yeah i wouldn't when i say i want that i can't really draw from experience i just think it prevent the two things i think it it prevents that 70 yard shot where you're like i hit it i don't understand what's happening there's no blood thing where people Mm -hmm. just give up and it prevents the 350 yard launch across a field at a running deer that a deer gets hit, you wouldn't know. Right. So yeah, that, that those are my down, two reasons. That comes down to an ethical thing, and it's pretty hard to legislate ethics. You know. Oh yeah, impossible. I think you'd have an insane. <laughs> you'd have a tough time policing if you took away people's rifles, especially in Wisconsin, with the amount of um, history and stuff mm-hmm. that goes behind that. Um. So other than that, what's been going on, man? What is uh, one thing, before we get into the six questions, what's one thing that you're doing right now that's that's hunting related? Oh, I shoot my bow every uh, Wednesday night. That's about it. Yeah, getting ready for turkeys? Getting, no. <laughs> nope. Not, not with the bow. Not with that bow. Not with that bow. I say that now, but you never know. No. We'll see. we'll see. Um yeah, I think for me right now, like land management pur- purposes, we have hopefully some exciting news that we're gonna announce soon. I'm not gonna say anything right now. Um, but just getting out and I was doing a little bit of shed hunting like three weeks ago when there wasn't snow. Um now I haven't done any shed hunting, but getting in there and taking a look at certain timber uh cuts that we're gonna do, um, plans for some I don't really call it hinge cutting, but clearing, bedding, create, bedding, creation of bedding. It's a better way to put it. Um, but yeah, looking forward to March and maybe even the NFL. Oh, we're getting at the NFL yeah, right we're, now. We're breathing so down we're, the neck. We're, it's not going to be good by then. January seemed to take forever. and January snap. was a better month to get out there and do shit yeah. too. Snap of the fingers and it's halfway through February. Um... If we go, I'd, the announcement of next week has a lot to do with where, when we're going to Nebraska. But, yeah, that's almost a month away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think they're having a mild winter now. Because I saw some pictures of Nebraska where I don't think there was any snow even. Yeah, I've been keeping an eye on some Nebraska weather. They've been having a lot of mid-40s. Yeah. So. Yeah, unlike the the flooding that we experienced <laughs> last year. Well... You never know. Just takes uh takes, takes one, one one bad snowstorm and some heat. Yeah. So is there so for me this whole winter I've been spending a lot of time on uh just studying alternative routes for land management, um, which is including farming. Anything that you've kind of piqued your interest that you're looking more into? Um, a lot of western state um strategies as far as tag accumulation and uh just planning the future out there making sure that i have have a good plan for um you know years of of uh hunts and enjoyment yeah yeah you're way more focused on the west coming up here aren't you yeah how many weeks are you gonna try to stick out there this this fall uh, probably just two trips this fall. Looking at, uh, hopefully a mule deer archery hunt and, uh, um, <clears throat> a, uh, our, uh, rifle elk hunt. But, you know, if I happen to be one of the luckiest humans alive and draw a sheep tag or something, well, yep. well, I guess we're going there. You're going to be able to pivot keeping your options open. Yep. <clears throat> so, 
if you are listening to this right now, go ahead and, and click subscribe to our podcast. We're going to dive into these six questions of proposal that I guess did a first person in Congress push this or is this just the this is, DNR thing? This is a one, I think a biologist. Um, well, the name on the, on the, um, flyer that I have is Scott Lumens, fish, wildlife and parks division administrator. So before we get into the six questions, do you have a theory on why these things are, are being brought up? Well, they seem fairly anti-bow hunting just by glancing at it. I think it's odd timing because most of the news since gun hunting has been how it was like a the lowest numbers since early 2000s, right? I For guess kill. I, I, I didn't see that. I know the kill was down from last year, like 25%. Yeah. But. And last year it was down from. The year before. Yeah. yeah. So it's been progressively going down. I think, I mean, you have a lot. That's a big difference, especially from last year to this year. I, I That extra six days later. Because so mm-hmm. last year was as fell. last year right. was as early as it possibly could be, the season. Yep. So it was like this, probably like the sixteenth or something was opening day, where this year is like the twenty third. Look it up. <clears throat> but I think that is is a giant. Just that extra week in November, you know, another week where those bucks were, yeah, rutting so and not being shot. This year is the. Uh, 21st will be the opener and last last fall was uh, well last fall was the 23rd right what was the year before that though oh 2018 you're saying yeah 2018 was as early as it could be and this year was as late as it could be right um yeah it would have been the 17th in yeah. 2018. So I mean that's a that's an extra week with people in there with guns in their hand and if I remember correctly the weather was like perfect. Yeah, it was good weather yeah. that year. Whereas this year opening weekend wasn't bad but from Thanksgiving those last 5 days were just brutal. Rained the whole last weekend. Yes. Like downpour. Yep. So there wasn't much there wasn't much hunting going on. No. Uh, I think Friday and Saturday morning were, like, doable. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was just like, eh, why? Right. So, I don't know. There, I don't know the theories behind this. One would think that with it being the lowest kill rate in how long, that these wouldn't be the proposed ideas. <laughs> because from all I'm seeing is that these are going to be... I don't know. I'm guessing it'll increase the kill rate and, and or yeah. Well, I guess if it's if the kill rate's I guess there's two thoughts behind that though. Is the kill rate low because the population low is low? So should you cut on the kill? Or is the kill rate no low because you don't have enough time? Well, it's pretty obvious what uh what the thought is. Their there. thought is obviously you don't have enough time. So So let's get to question number question one. one. Our general Wisconsin season right now runs from a Saturday to a Sunday. uh, Sunday. Nine days. It's the Saturday before Thanksgiving to the Sunday after. Right. The proposal in this series of questions is extending it to 19 days. I would assume that they're going to extend it further past that second weekend. See, I don't know. It's awful vague here. Because if you're going to start messing with the opening weekend, which is my biggest argument why you cannot change wisconsin's laws because of the tradition with mm-hmm. the opening weekend mm-hmm. um and that's literally my only reason why not to other than that i, I would say everything points to pushing into the first week of december but so 19 days initial thought no i would say no as well do you have reasons behind that uh 
I think all you're really doing is <clears throat> cutting bow hunting opportunity because <clears throat> from the people that I know in the state, the majority of them hunt opening weekend and that's it. Yeah. Maybe before Thanksgiving lunch or whatever, they'll go out, but most people work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. A lot of people work Friday. They're not hunting Friday. And by the second weekend, there's nobody out. I, not nobody, but... Compared to what it is. Compared before, to opening yeah, weekend, it's, like, it's nobody. Yeah, I think it's like 10% or something. Yeah, so I, I, I could... I guess I don't... I would like to hear the reasoning behind why they want to make it 19 days. So what would that make it... That would go until what? A Saturday to the... That would, that would end like in the middle of the week yes. then. Yep. That's weird. Yep. So, like, my <laughs> next question is then, what about muzzleloader? Uh, wasn't that, I think that's taking it away, right? I don't know. It doesn't say, but I would assume. Yeah. So, in Wisconsin right now, it's a nine day gun season, then starting that next Wednesday? No, immediately. Monday, right away. Yeah, it's, right? Or is it a two day? I thought there was some type of break, but maybe there isn't. Anyways, it ro- rolls right into a muzzleloader season. That's I think it starts like Wednesday. I don't know. No, it it ends Wednesday. It starts on a Monday, and it's another nine-day season, so okay. it ends on a Wednesday. So essentially, they're just saying we're going to take probably take that away, or you have the option to use both weapons, and it's going to be all the same. Yeah, I don't. I I would like to know what that would do to it. I would still stand against it, but I I guess what I mean when you break it down like that where you're just combining, you're pretty much just saying that if you don't have a muzzleloader you can still hunt when other people are hunting. I don't know how much of a difference it would make, honestly. Cause like you said, ninety five percent of people are done after Saturday. Honestly. Yeah. And if it's not ninety five it's probably like eighty percent are done after Saturday. And then ninety five percent are definitely done after Sunday opening weekend. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I doubt it's that high, but it's significant. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're getting into December there too, where yeah, I'm, I actually am more torn on this than I thought I was. Because if I do have a, a buck that I'm hunting, like it would be nice to have nineteen days sitting in an afternoon sit and just waiting for it to come out. <laughs> which essentially you could do now but anyways but right i'm still gonna say um no but i'm not as far on the no as i was i'm still a no yeah all right question number two they are proposing to eliminate the december antlerless only season Initial reaction. Fine. Do it. Yeah, I think it's a good move. I think I think the antler season's stupid. Especially when you can't even bow hunt with a buck at that time. Mm-hmm. So you get limited. Unless the season's extended like this year. But like like two years ago or like the last seven days of the season, five of them were you couldn't even bow hunt a buck. Yep. Yeah. I would agree with that. I, I think it's dumb. <laughs> Yeah, it's stupid. I hate that, especially if you're still chasing something. Mm-hmm. Prohibit hunting. So here's number three. Prohibit. Do you have something else to say on that one? Um, no. Okay. Proposed thought or question number three: Prohibit hunting during the days before the nine-day gun season. I wish it was more specific in any way, shape, or form. There, I strongly disagree. To a with a no. What's your thought? Yeah, I'm a hard no. It, it So it says, establish a two-day no-hunting period before the first day of firearm season with the exception of waterfowl hunting. So that means small game hunting is out. Like, no. Bow hunting is out. No. No. Hard no. That Wasn't that, that was a law at one point, it wasn't was, it? It was a the one whole day. Week, one it was day? a one day, I think. So that Friday you couldn't hunt? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't hunt those days usually, really, because I'm, I'm kind of getting into that, that mode of gun season anyways. Yeah, but, but it seems 
draconian and pointless. It's just, yeah, like what? I don't understand. That's a that's a law right there. That just making laws to make laws. Mm -hmm. Like, what's the science behind it? Oh, it's not. It's just uh, my assumption is that it's gun hunters who want unpressured woods, but right, a two day break. There isn't that many people pressuring the woods during no. that time. And guess what, man? If if somebody's been bow hunting for 70 days in a row and they end up killing on that Friday, you're going to take that opportunity away from them? No. No. Strong no. Strong, strong no. Next proposed idea. Eliminate management zones. So... In Wisconsin right now, what is it? It's every county is a different management zone now? <clears throat> nope. It, so this, here it says, simplify and streamline regulations by eliminating deer management zones and continuing <clears throat> to manage by county units and public or private land antlerless tags. So they're going to take away, like, the, there's like six of them. Like, there's, like we're in the farmland zone or something. We're, right. We're in the central farmland or southern farmland, maybe. Mm -hmm. So there's, what is it? Southern farmland, central farmland, central woodland and northern woodland something like that yeah so which then there's there's already laws within those of county-based things anyway right too. so i'm assuming they're just going to do away with those what my guess is is that there's so many they they just look at it in the in the whatever southern farmland and say x amount of doe tags and then divvy them up Right to the counties in that zone. I'm guessing they're just going to do away with that and just go county by county for doe tags. Because that's I feel all, like they started doing that, that anyways is. because they make you choose. <clears throat> right. As far as I can tell, I feel like this is a non-issue. Not like really. It, it's not going to change anything. Yeah. When I first, when I anyways. someone first mentioned this this one to me, I assumed that they were just going to have the same laws statewide, which I thought was ridiculous. Right. Right. Which would be because you you cannot compare. No, you can't manage. We essentially live in like four different states. Like the 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 type of land and mm -hmm. different areas. You, no, but yeah, I guess whatever you want to do. I, I'm all for if it makes it simpler, because there is a lot of confusion with that stuff. Right. The fact that we gotta. I think I think the whole like pick your county on dough take stuff is just ridiculous. But. Like what's the re like the reasoning behind that? Obviously, is because there is a specific number that mm -hmm. they want to give out for each county. But yep. damn, man, like where I hunt, I could easily hunt in three counties. Yeah, I <laughs> I spent a lot. Well, of, yeah, you're. I you, spent a lot of, down in Madison, right? I spent a lot of money on doe tags this year. I did fill quite a few of them though. Yeah. So money well spent, as far as I'm concerned. All right. So this is a this is kind of an interesting one. Proposed question number five. Should you limit the crossbow season to October and after the nine-day gun season? Well, they just went back on their initial 19-day, huh? <clears throat> so what you're reading says... Limit crossbow season to October and after a nine-day gun season. After the nine-day gun yeah. season. Or 19. So essentially the month of November would be out. And September. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'm going to go with a no on this. So I do appreciate that they made you buy an extra thing for a crossbow. Like I said, I'm always for the more revenue coming into the state. I do not. I don't know. I would, I, I would, I would lean more towards agreeing with it if it was two completely separate tags. Cause then I think you're just creating more opportunity for, um, like I said, revenue, but I, I don't know. I think it's a thin, thin line to limit crossbow. Cause I think overall it's a good thing. You're getting more people to buy tags. You're getting more people out there. People can complain and cry about it as much as they want, but I mean, we, we need more. We need as many people hitting the woods as possible. Um, just for the sake of the future of conservation. But yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I think. I think it's the problem is these these motherfuckers are gonna they're making their own problems. The crossbow companies are. 
You mean Raven is? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, 100 yards piss people off. What do you think 200 yards is going right. to do? Right. And I'm here to tell you, when they say that it's a 100-yard crossbow, yes. it is it a 100-yard crossbow. It is. That's not a lie. That, and you know what? Most, I'm fine with it. It's the most insane it. thing I've ever, I've ever touched. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I get very... I, I get very irritated at people who hunt with a cross or with a compound bow and just all of a sudden start hating on, on, uh, yeah, dude, you are, you're hunting with a fucking spaceship in a compound bow as it is. Right. Too. Like, right. I, yeah, you spent, you spent $2,500 on that compound. What's the difference? Right. Well, I have to draw. Yep. Yep. You do. And that's it. That's it. And yeah, I'd say it's a little more challenging. But if you want to play the challenging game, then you better hand that compound over because right, that isn't the hardest thing right. to kill a deer with. <laughs> you better shoot something with no let off. Yeah, with no sights, no stabilizer. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're, and we're also that gets into the whole. We could go on for a while, a while about the stupid shit that people want to. Complain about? Complain about and think down of other people. Yeah. I mean, my my philosophy, I think it's yours too, is however, whatever way to get more people in the woods, buying tags and hunting, the better. Yes. If I saw the 19-day proposal doing that, I would agree to it, I guess. I don't think it does, though. And that's another thing that... Yeah, I, I, I don't, that doesn't, that should be the goal over every law change. How to get more people in the woods. How to bring people in, more people in from out of state, for the most part. You or just, how to charge more. You just more. want to just soak out of staters, don't you? Dude. I don't blame you. I think, yeah. we, I think we have way too cheap of an out of state <clears throat> tag, but that's just me. Well, and it's, it's not like a secret anymore either. Wisconsin isn't like it's a good state. Yeah, it's it's on par with with uh, uh, it, maybe it's it's not on par with Iowa and Illinois, but it's right there. If you okay, yeah, not for like okay. If you want to kill a one fifty every year, I'd go to Iowa. Yep. If you want a shot at like a one seventy, just a booner, like a legit booner, just being around any fucking corner. I would say Wisconsin's probably better than probably almost anywhere. But so, I mean, if I'm looking, if we were not living in Wisconsin, we would definitely be going to Wisconsin for how cheap it is and how good the, even like public hunting can be. All right. Anything else? So crossbow, I, I, yeah, I think I, I would need more. Is there any more explanation on that? article you're looking at no it just says october season for hunting with crossbows yeah i don't know i would i'd have to know more about it if i was going to agree with it so i have to say no right now i don't think that there's enough clarification to make me agree with it i think i'm a hard no on it yeah yeah because you i mean you're penalizing because there, there were a lot of people, I bet, who bought crossbows and started bow hunting in the last three years. Yes. Yes. And that comes into, like, I guess what's the argument against it? It's like what we talked about earlier with between rifle and shotgun. It's the same thing. You can take a poke at 100 yards with a crossbow where you probably wouldn't with a compound. Right. So it's the ethics thing. Like, how are you going to instill that? with? Well, Well, like, what side of the ethics argument are you on? Like... So somebody's going to come out and say, well, a crossbow is a superior killing weapon to a, a compound. Mm-hmm. So why would you let people use that? Well, if you're going to be ethical and want the cleanest kill. That's right. There I, you go. It's that, a superior killing weapon. Yep. You just said it. That's my, I mean, that was my argument in Wyoming after a while. It's like, uh, we've been here for seven days and I haven't sniffed a shot inside of 60 yeah, I'm going to start using the crossbow. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's, it's the mental, dude, it's a, it's a cool, if I didn't for some reason have probably some stupid like self, uh, 
just being concerned about what other people would think. And I'm not saying that I sit there like knowingly and think this way, like, oh, I, I don't, I would, I don't want to use a crossbow because I don't know what people think. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure, way deep down, that's probably why there, I don't, because I just feel right. something. I feel kind of odd <clears throat> using them. Mm-hmm. But I always tell people anytime they say like, well, I don't want to. F- you know, I don't want people to think of me as shooting. Dude, don't worry about what other people think about. If you have, if you don't have the time to get really good with a compound, but you still want to go hunt and you buy a tag, crossbow, you can practice three times and I'd feel pretty comfortable from 50 and in. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's, ethically it is probably the better thing to use. That's kind of like Ranella's argument with, with rifles all the time. You have let you're gonna lose less meat. You're gonna probably have better overall once an animal's hit recovery. So and those things are just insane. Go through animals like butter. Yeah, there's a lot of energy. Final. You're really not gonna like this one. Nope. Invalidate bow and crossbow buck takes during the nine day season. Hard no. What's the law right now? Because I kind of already thought that that was the law. No, you can you can kill a deer with a bow, and use your bow tag. Bow season is open. Right, but you couldn't kill a deer with your bow and use your gun tag. Correct. So it's specified for weapon, in season. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that would. Uh... So would they be able to kill? Yeah, they would. So there would be just no bow hunting during the gun season. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'd ha- I mean, I would say no. The only thing I can think of is if they have some proof behind there being just an absurd amount of poaching going on with right. people using people... their bow, tag, bow, bow tags, too, and you're shooting two bucks. Right. With a gun. Right. <clears throat> Which, uh, which, yeah. If there's a if there's a giant spike in bow bucks getting registered during the nine day season, I could see that. But it's a slippery slope. Yeah. I've uh, I know a few wardens, and I've never heard rumblings of that happening. Yeah. But. <clears throat> so I think we answered. <laughs> I think we answered no to them all. No, we were we were for getting rid of the management holiday, zones. The holiday didn't really care about that, and then the, yeah, <clears throat> the antlers. Okay, yep. so two out of six, we agreed with. And like I said, I I'm not as far on the no on the on the first one of ni- the 19 day season, if it's more specified on like what's the point and is it just kind of rolling into the muzzle loader. I would assume that has to be what their idea is. Yeah, I don't know. I Yeah. If they want to if they want to go ten days on the other end, I would have to imagine there's going to be a giant pushback against that. Oh, ten days prior? Right. Yeah, no way. If they were to do that, I would imagine that it'd be seven days on the front side and three extra on the end. I would probably because they want they burn it house down. Yeah, they would not. If they cut into November more. I'd fucking freak out. Yeah, that's my bi- my biggest complaint about Wisconsin is how much it cuts in November. And I get the I'm all for the tradition. I love it. The night before is awesome. The first weekend's awesome. Okay, so lay out to me your ideal season from opening of our. It's got to be legitimate though. Yeah. Okay. I think you, uh, I honestly would like to look at opener on Thanksgiving and run okay. nine days. Okay, but what about archery? Keep it the same? Oh, yeah. The only thing I would probably, the only thing I would try to push maybe is the September 1st start. Yeah. But what's your logic there? Just shot at a deer in velvet. But if we had that, 
that's a good time to travel though, so I shouldn't really say that. Right. Um, I think the big ones for me are if you could get that gun season pushed back into December, I, I would like it, but with the tradition, I don't think it's possible. I don't know. I, I, I've, my biggest things come evolve around up the out of state price and up the in state price for tags. I'd pay a hundred bucks for in, in as an in state license. If, if that's an issue for people, I think you could get some like, I don't know, federal, like, I don't know why you couldn't type in your income. And if you could prove it, you could get like a $20 tag or something. Cause I get it. A hundred dollars could be a lot for people. I just, I would like more revenue coming in and I would like a little bit, um, I'd like to start steering towards what Iowa does where it's just, it turns into such a, a valuable state because there's, I mean, they have their four years waiting list for people to get a bow tag. That's crazy. And they're four year waiting list. For people to pay $500 a tag. Well, and what's the preference point? Yeah, they, I'm sure they cost, I don't know what they are. hundred right. bucks. I think. Yeah. I don't know what they are either. So I, mean, I think you're, I, I've bought them. I think, I think they're a hundred dollars or something. So, so you're <clears throat> essentially looking at a $950 bow tag. Yeah. Yeah, other than that, I don't know. I, I think I'd be interested to see how many non-resident bow tags they give out. You know, I know I mean? they have certain zones too, right? Um, you other, keep, I mean, I, talking, I, I don't up. have a lot of complaint. I don't have a ton of complaints. I, I think that they could do a better job making money, which obviously turns into better um, conservation for the state. They make a shit pile though on the gun hunting. Like, oh my god. It's like three, isn't like over a million people do buy? No, oh, I don't think it's that many. Or like 300,000 or something. I think it's more like that, which is still an astronomical number. Yeah. It's so like that's, the, that's it's a, like the second largest standing army. Yeah. So that's like, that's always been my complaint with them is, is you, you've never, like all these other states have thought of creative ways to make more money. Wisconsin never has because they just they get it all in nine days. They get like that's got to be like ninety percent of the revenue that's generated for that for like the was like the Wisconsin DNR has to be during that time. Um, I guess some of the bag limit stuff maybe I would I'd like to I'd like to my biggest thing I think I'd like to change is. So you get two buck tags, you get two buck tags, and they're good for whatever. Gun or bowl. And you can use them how you want. Or you're awarded a gun or a one bow tag. Once gun season happens, you get awarded an additional buck tag. If you don't fill it during gun season, it rolls over into um, late bow season. So 2019 maximum boat licenses was 2,099 in Iowa. So they must be capped at 3,000. Mm-hmm. Well, there, yeah, there was still there was still 2,100 non-successful applicants. <clears throat> so th- that must mean that one zone had one leftover tag. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <clears throat> I really wasn't listening to what you just said. Something about I I I think you should be I think you should get a tag when bow season starts and then when gun season you get awarded another buck tag and if you don't if you don't fill it during gun season you can hunt then with with a bow. Oh, I know I don't I don't remember what state does it but there's a couple states that do that. Yeah, because I would love to like this year I would have hunted late season if I had the opportunity. What's your thought? Um, I guess I don't, I don't know what I think about that. My initial reaction is no, but I don't know why. Like I, like if you wanted me to give you a legitimate argument for it, I don't, I, I couldn't come up with one except my initial reaction is no. Yeah. Mine is just, I like how I was, you know, a landowner gets two. I, I would be in favor of that too. <clears throat> 
I think landowners probably could be a war. I, I wouldn't know, but I'm assuming that Wisconsin doesn't do that good of a job for landowners compared to other states because there are laws in place like that. I think awarding people who buy land that are hunting should be okay. So do do landowners just get like a, like how Western states do it? They get vouchers, and they can sell them if they want. No, no, Mm-mm. no. Iowa is just the fact that you're a landowner, and you get two buck tags for bow, and a gun tag. They, they you can kill three bucks in Iowa as a landowner, landowner. really in resident. Yeah, why not? Fuck it, why not? Get more people out there more. Yeah. Well, it, it gives a it gives like the real serious people, right, more opportunities too. Right. Like the psychopaths. Um. Because it, 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 dude, it's fucking. It's like depressing. Killing something and not having a tag. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just like you know anything sports. Once you once you get there and accomplish something, then it's like you go through a depressing state mm-hmm. for a while. Yep. I was so depressed for the whole month of November, pretty much. But Same. For different reasons. That reminds me of uh, what happened on November 10th. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so dumb. Yeah, Jed, uh, I think so, I talked about it on a recent other podcast. But yeah, Jed, we did, uh, but we'll, we'll rehash it because why not? It's fun making me look dumb. So we uh, we headed down to Taylor's Lease one morning. Uh, I was sitting in his truck, fully loaded, ready to go, waiting for him to get out of the house and go. And we get down there. It's like a 45, 50 minute drive. Yeah. Hour with the UTV. Yep. Get the, go to well, unload the I was planning the two hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Down there. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, it was like four when we left. Yeah. And, uh, get down there and go to grab my bow yeah didn't have a bow i didn't have a bow taylor didn't have a bow because why the hell would he have a bow oh my god we sat there and it was i mean it was a quick turnaround it was like five seconds i sat there and i was like what could we possibly no there's no no looks like we're heading back to all right let's go go. plan b i guess uh kicking the nuts is too there were some really nice it was on fire that yeah That place was on fire. I still need to get. The, I don't. I need to figure out where those pictures are. I think they're on a trail camera still somewhere. But yeah, you haven't even seen them yet. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, mistakes were made. Yeah, mistakes were made. So, I think I think that's actually the day that um, that that big buck came right below me, like fifteen minutes after in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. After dark. I, like, my bow was on the ground. I was just getting ready to climb down out of the stand, and I hear deer coming. And I was like, oh, great. There's going to be some stupid doe below me for the next 15 minutes. Nope. I think that was the day that I shot my buck, though, actually. Was it? Could have been. Because that day you sat. You went, like, you went got back in at, like, mm-hmm. noon, and it was a mm-hmm. terrible afternoon, yep. wasn't it? Yep, yep. That could be. That could be. But, yeah, it was. it was a... I got a good look at it through through the binoculars at ten yards as it walked down my my trail. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was big. It was just fifteen minutes late. Fucker. We can do this quick too. Two thousand nineteen number one uh, moment in the woods. Oh, my number one moment in the woods wasn't even in the woods. It was on the prairie. Going with the muley. Yeah, killing killing that muley. Muley did it over the bear, huh? Oh, yeah. God, see, that seems like 2018. That's why I said one, because it's a tough one. <laughs> oh, that is tough. That is tough. Yeah, I uh, I also happened to to shoot a cinnamon bear in, in Canada in June. God damn it. I'm going to go with the mule deer. Oh, the mule deer is more once in a lifetime. Yeah. Meal. Oh, it better not be. Yeah, okay, so it's like the mule deer is like, if you had to put it in. Difficulty terms? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mule deer for sure. One in one thousand, right? Sin bear one one hundred. I don't even think it's that high. Not last year. No, I think I think like this one year. one in twenty five. Yeah, I think this year if I get a tag, it's going to be the same way. I think you should go for more size. Yes, there were yes, some fucking yes, giants yes, in there for sure. Jake and like I a already giant had that. black bear 
Even going after like one of those bigger sin bears too. That'd be so well, sick. Well, there was or a brown bears. That giant chocolate, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Jake and I already talked about that. I was like, I'm never shooting a bear this small again. That they were small. They were small. They were small. No, uh, no denying that. Nasty hundred pounders. Nasty fuckers too. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first time you ever saw a bear get skinned out and could watch the worms crawl around in the muscles. Ticks crawling off. Them. It is. The, it we call, is we the call it the issue. evacuation. I'd say it's the one thing that really is like, oh my god. That yeah, oh yeah, they're disgusting. just parasitic fuckers. Ugh. I love them though. Boy, do I love them. They taste good too. Yeah, those roasts are don't, phenomenal. Just don't try and cook them rare. No. Don't even try cooking them on a grill. Yeah, slow just cook slow them. Cook them. Get them up in temp. 165 kills it. Oh, God. Well, dude, I can't wait to get into... Oh, we're staring down... Intense. We're staring down a good part of the year. Oh, man. You know, we're... we're March gets wild. Yeah, we're actually a month away from a good time of year. Yeah. I mean, once <clears throat> once the end of March hits... I mean, even if we just... We're going... Even, like, crazy... Now, you're right. The first couple weeks of February is flew by but like even end of february if it gets warm legit shit hunting time already oh right right i that's not i saw four bucks in a bachelor group the other night with horns on still yeah any size to them yeah guess where it was on that farm oh really 25 25 deer there that one night really and there was eight deer in a group. Four of them had horns still, so it could have been a batch of group of eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That being said, like I don't get super jacked up about shed hunting. Like I do it because it's something to do. I I never did it. I was like almost anti it last year, but or before last year. Right. But I got a pup this year. I'm gonna run him around out there. It's nothing I'm gonna get crazy about. I I don't. We can get into that a different podcast. How much you can even really draw back to the what you're discovering there, like even even walking around in the woods with the snow. General belief, like I used to think in March was a great time to go find bedding areas, but it's not. I don't think it's that good. Oh, they're on a totally different path. Yeah. I mean, it might be decent because you get into November there. Those areas are looking pretty. They're not as bare, but right. you might have some of the bedding areas that they've pushed back into. Where have you been seeing a lot of deer lately? Well, like in like certain type of field. There's a there's a, a cornfield by uh by a Menards that's just loaded with deer every day. Oh, north of Alaska. Yeah, right along fifty three. Yeah, yeah, just loaded. <laughs> That place is an interesting little piece of land over there. Oh, yeah. Because there is a lot of activity. Yep. Well, I mean. Everything. There's turkeys in there all, yeah. all the time in the spring. Yeah. Oh, I've been seeing a pile of turkeys down the uh, 162 Valley, too. No shit. Oh, a pile of them. <sighs> Fuck it. I'm just going to say it. Hoping to get a farm soon. Because I saw I'm in the process of, of buying a farm. So I, when I keep saying this farm, I, I'd feel like a weirdo now. There was 30 turkeys out there the other day, too. Really? Yes. That's a great area. It's a great area. I was so negative about it. I, I did not think that it was going to be that good. And and I and for the last three months, I've been driving by it, and I haven't seen shit. But in the last week, it's exploded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Up until, like, two weeks ago, I hadn't seen a flock of turkeys. At oh, all. Yeah, but, and then and then like let's think about that. What are they doing in the middle of the winter? You do not see them. Yeah, I don't know. It is. It's like February and March. Like they, they get pushed out, like everything's gone in the woods. Yeah. And then now it's just turkeys fucking everywhere. Yeah. It's crazy. What do you think in how you wanna like how do you want to hunt them this year? turkeys Weston you might just have to cut this into another podcast I don't know uh minimalist okay here's, here's okay what do you mean by here's that actually I want to hunt them two ways <laughs> I want to hunt them two ways because right. shout out to Jake here Jake Denar I was in his wedding he got us 
for groomsman gifts, he got us these little four tens single shots. Oh, what a great gift. Yeah. They literally break in half. Like the barrel touches the butt when you break it, like when you break it open. Um, so I want to kill Terry with that problem being they're going to have to be within like, I'm hoping this year is the year that I can, I, I'm, I don't get mad about doing something like that. I've been trying to to kill him in weird ways and I get too frustrated. Sure. Sure. Cause I'm not over the fact that every time I see one of these motherfuckers, you want him dead. If I don't kill him, it's like, I just (laughs) lost the state title, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I want to, I want to do that. I want to kill one with that, and it's like it's literally going to have, like, probably going to have to be out of a ground blind at six yards because it just. You think it has to be that close? Yeah, it just does oh not hold God. a pattern well. It doesn't well, have. At least it's one of those things you can kind of slip in a pouch and yes, you can yes, bring yes. extra. Even. Yes. Yeah. See, I'm okay. I like that, mm-hmm. but the problem is, if I, I guess I would do that with that, but other guns, it's like, and then what are you going to do? When one's at 50 yards and they're coming in like super slow. And then you're like at the point where like, shit, should I shoot it at 45? Because it isn't even no, going to come anymore? No, I wouldn't do that. That's why I wouldn't even bring another gun. I'd just bring that. Right. Like, I like I would start at a spot where I'm only going to be hunting out of that blind. Like, I don't have the option to roam around a shit pile. So then that morning hunt ends. Now you can grab the real gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, and then other than that, I just, uh, like, very minimalist. Like, a decoy or two and my vest. I would like to get some really the... good wood wood hunting in this year. Oh, I know. I think I know a spot. Yeah. I think uh, that's the thing with that shit, too. Like... Mm, my, what are your, here's a good question. What are your biggest regrets every year from turkey hunting? Mine is always letting like little shit get in your mind. Like really go try to kill that thing three ridges over. Let's go take a hike. And it's like, ah, uh, well, oh, like, like being lazy. Yeah. Um, we talked about that last year in Nebraska, like. That's like that's like my goal this year is that we because we did it we did we were good in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. It's that mental the mental toughness is yeah. got is got to improve. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I really ever get like super annoyed turkey hunting. Like I get annoyed when they're like being assholes. Jed, you get fucking annoyed. Go three days without killing one, and you're gonna hate it. I don't know. I think I turned a corner like the end of last year about that. Really? Yeah. Well, it it always helps. That you, there's not many days that go by without killing one anymore either. Right. Right. Like like last year, third season when I was hunting down south. Like the first the first day, I didn't even like try. You know, because there was a pile of us. So at least I was getting to see turkeys die. Yeah. You yep, know. Yep. But it was just like, uh, no, you know what? I'm I'm good. I'll wait till Sunday. You guys have fun. That's a that's a scary one. Yeah, but but at that point, like. I that, That's the thing I got to get over. Whatever. I have to get over being able to eat a tag. Yeah. Turkey hunting. Turkey, turkey tags don't bother me. Like, I don't care about it anymore. Like, once I didn't draw. A first or a second, like last year, I drew a third season tag. Didn't draw first season, didn't draw second season. Drew a third season tag, and I was just like, whatever. Like I don't even care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna have fun, but like, and honestly, that was probably the best thing that happened because, like, right then and there, I was just like, I don't really care. It is kind of an interesting little weight off your shoulders when you're just going along and calling or videotaping. Yeah. Ah, that's weird. I still, I like having the tag in my pocket. Oh, yeah. Well, everybody does. Right. But especially if you kill, if you kill first and other people have tags, oh, that's a great feeling. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, that is super fun. So much fun. fun. Yeah, I think getting over, because it's not like, it's not like my decision making is going to be any different. I'm not going to like pass a Jacob or anything crazy. Absolutely not. Dude. 
So when I say when I say I want to be like where I'm not, I'm not afraid to eat a tag, I just mean in just my general demeanor and mental state. Yeah. Because I you get rammy and you start getting pissed off when you aren't killing. Where if you just chill out and relax, mm-hmm. you're gonna kill it way more. Right. Right. Positive mental but attitude. But not for a second on my pat like. Maybe first season, first day, I'll let a Jake walk, yeah. but I got my gun up. <laughs> like, if that thing for some reason does something, yeah, I'm it's a tough one. I'm not above killing a Jake, I've proven that year in and year out. I don't think there's a good reason not to. People do it to let they just people, people exclusively like will not, yeah, they refuse. Insane. Yeah, they're, they're like they're like above it or something, like whatever. It is a little. It is a you, well. Your feeling is quite a bit different after you shoot a Jake or shoot a Big Tom. The afterward effect. That's what people don't do it. <clears throat> yeah, I don't really like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Not for me. Well, that's interesting. If you have none of that, I would. I'll, I mean, I have a little feeling of that, but it's not enough to not do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's that feeling that I wouldn't do it on the first day, first morning, probably type of thing. Sure. But if it's the afternoon, that thing's gobbling. It's a <laughs> run and gun situation. That thing's going down. There's yeah. no fucking way that I've got like, that's the ones that are, are psycho gobbling Turkey. A Jake sure. comes in Struts. even strutting. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Not going to shoot him. Get out of here, dude. Like, yeah, that thing's getting, I'm killing that thing. Oh, actually, you know what? I just did think of something, like, also something that I would really like to do this year is shoot a Booner bearded hen. Well, that's been a goal of yours for a while. Yeah. Remember we talked about it last year a lot because we had seen so many? The year before. Yeah, pile I'd seen, like, 20 of them on one property. Yeah. I don't even think I saw one. Ah, I bet there was, I think there was one. Yeah, I Come to think of it. But I, I saw some like 10-inch beards two years ago. Right, right. Yeah, I didn't like see a psycho booner. shit. Yeah, I didn't see a booner last year. Well, we definitely saw a bearded hen in Nebraska that that first morning because there was everything yeah. there. Yeah. I hate Nebraska. That's an interesting place to, you know, kind of gain some intelligence on that shit, too, because you do have 150 birds in front of you. Mm-hmm. You probably could kind of. You think you pick out 10 bearded hens? I bet it's even more. You think it's 10%, 20%? I think bearded hens are like... Way more common than Well, yeah, thought. I mean, define, <clears throat> define a bearded hen, but... Because there there's a ton of them that have that inch. Right. Right. <clears throat> now, the, the booner ones with the long beards, that's probably 1%. Or less. Yeah, I would say my whole entire life, I'd say it was way less than that. Like, never saw one. Then mm-hmm. I saw, like, six in one year. Yep. Like, a half of the j- j- hens I'd see had long beards. <laughs> yeah. That was such a weird year. Yep. I would like some scientists to come on here and explain to me how the fuck that happened. Maybe it was, like, a calm winter, so like maybe their beards get frozen way easier or something. <clears throat> It yeah, wasn't a I good winter. La- yeah, because it was a cold winter last year. Do you have a theory on turkey spurs? Why some are just not sharp? Do you do you fully believe that that is a direct thing to how old a turkey is, or do you think that there's something else where they're just like genetic and it's or? They've even like rubbed them down. Yeah, I I think it's less genetic and more. Because how do you get a twenty six pound bird but with with rounded off spurs? That's not a two year old bird. I think that's an older bird that just like I don't know though. Like you get one, you get how you judge a turkey is kind of an odd conversation. I I, I refuse to do it. Yeah, on age you're saying. Yeah, there's like. Well, I think well, it's getting like it's getting more popular now. People are just fucking claiming three and a half year old birds or three year old birds or like that yeah, was four year old bird. What? Yeah. Okay. How the fuck would you know that? There is no way, unless there's a feather missing and it happened. I wouldn't even believe that shit though. No. 
Yeah, I, maybe maybe I'm behind <clears throat> the times here, and there there's a there's a real good way of doing it, but I I would be very skeptical. The one thing I could think of is possibly you have that like forty acre farm, and there's just a one lone one that's just there. I don't know. Do you think you've ever seen a turkey that was the same turkey you saw a year before? No. <laughs> no. Get out of I'm here. sure we have, but yeah, I've but never... like I'm, I'm not about to try and like sit here and claim it. Yeah. Like I never saw one and then saw it the year before and was like, that was that turkey that we saw strutting by that one fence post last year. <laughs> no. That'd be a tough one to have a buddy turn. Don't be the guy <laughs> that starts yelling out ages of turkeys. I'm gonna. I might do that this year. <laughs> uh, so we should just like. Yeah, it'd be like, we could do like almost a parody of it where it just like, we aggressively mock people like that. <laughs> like every interview be dead serious, be like, here's a deal. <laughs> Sun came up, we got a clear morning, only a few clouds in the sky. It's one of those crisp, frosty mornings that you dream of as a turkey hunter. April 25th, 2020. You're, talk- you're talking like, it's frosty, but you can just feel that it's going to be 55 yeah. by noon. Give me a 30-degree morning, and it's going to be in the 50s, sunny, mm-hmm. end of April. Mm-hmm. You got some shit growing. What? Uh, what's the wind direction and speed? Wind speed. I'm not going to go into direction. Well, we're doing it. Do it. <clears throat> All right. West wind at 8 miles an hour. Okay. I'm thinking of the perfect morning. Yeah, by the no, way. yeah obviously. Little bit of that fog. Mm-hmm. Give me some of that fog in the valley. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a heavy goblin morning. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I'm looking out to my east and I'm looking out to my west. And I got a three year old bird down there. And I got a two year old that I've been tracking since last year as a jig. <laughs> and out in front of me, there's the old man, the four year old bird. I've been chasing him for two years on this farm. He's probably going to weigh. 30 pounds, and he's probably inch and a half spurs. Are they sharp? Yeah, they're sharp. Because he's because he's old. Right. Right? And he's going to be heavy. What's his beard looking like? Probably just a 13-inch paintbrush. Yeah. Just like, a single one. Sing, oh, right. Not a double or a triple beard. Sure. How, how many hairs on the front were frostbitten off this year? Mm, I don't think any are going to be this year. None? Okay. Unless we get something weird happen in March or April. Some weird ice storm or something. But yeah, overall, I think the spurs are going to be sharp. I think we're going to have a good crop of three-year-olds coming in off that point. Mm -hmm. And uh, Yeah, several limb hangers. Yeah. It's going to be a fun, fun spring. But yeah, I think think if we we get weird like that and we start calling out ages. Yep. Might draw attention. <laughs> I mean, you just can't. There's no fucking way you can tell me the age of a goddamn turkey. I think I think we should become obsessed with measuring, like wing feathers or something. Oh yeah, we know. You know, the hunting public did the longbird thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I think this year you have a real shot of competing on the beard. You have a real shot of competing on that beard. Yeah, I do. So Jed still has his. Whatever you call it, I not mullet, but no, it's just a rat it's, tail. It's just a standalone rat tail, though. Yeah. And do you have measurements on it as of late? No, but I think I'm going to compete. I think it's going to take a. I think it's going to take a slob. You think it's me. eight inches? I mean, you should never take a take a guy because the only comp, com, competition you had last year was Jake's. Right. Right. Well, that that was if the you only can thing. start pushing legit two three year old Tom. <laughs> <laughs> probably not a four-year-old. No, probably But two not. or three. Right. That's another thing that pisses me off, the beard shit. Dude, there is... I will say this. Okay, I do believe you can you can claim... I think you can claim a two-year-old. I really do. Like a, like a still immature Tom. Mm-hmm. They got the group of three or four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you motherfuckers were Jake's last year. Right. And I killed your two brothers. <laughs> there was five of you. <laughs> I was only three, but you're still stupid. Yep. Murder. Yep. And those tend to be, I think, those rounded, spurred, like, 22-year-old, 22-pound birds. Sometimes there's, like, a fucking 19-pounder in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But after that, I don't think there's. Do you agree with me on the two year old thing? Yeah, I think I think you can tell when when they were Jake's last year. Yeah, but I think you cut the age structure at that. You cannot, because or you just say everything's three because it's not two, and we sure as fuck isn't one. Right. So so you're saying there's three classifications of birds. I guess is there is there Jake's? is there recorded history of someone trying to claim that a bird was four years old? Because it might just be the three. There might just be three, and I might just be freaking out for no reason. Oh, I see. I see what. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I don't pay much I'm going to change my my stance on this. As long as you don't start claiming there's a four or five year old bird, I'm, you're good. One through three, I'll even do that. I will. Because I think you can tell. But when a bird is 25 pounds and has curved or rounded fucking spurs, that thing is not two. I don't think there's a 25 pound bird. There, there. We got to the root of it. I think weight is some type of metric. I think they're both metric. I think the spurs are metrics too. Do you think a spindly beard has anything to do with it? I really don't care. <laughs> I'm just going to come out and say it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about the weight. <sighs> I don't care about what you think is mature. <laughs> I don't care. There's two classifications in my eyes. Beard or no beard? Jake. Gobbler. Yeah. A Jake has maximum of a five inch beard. It doesn't curve. It just sticks straight out. Oh, now you're getting into detail, so you do care. Well, if I'm going to say that there are things, I should probably okay, put Okay. I should probably put over five inch over five inch beard. Yeah. What I want what I want is somebody to kill a Jake with a seven inch beard. That's what I want. Prove me wrong. Oh, great conversation on that one. That freaking Miriam that you hit last year. Those, those aren't real things. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. That wasn't a Jake, but it had a three-inch beard. And it didn't have spurs, right? right. <laughs> but dude, full strut. The like, thing was giant. Its its tail its tail fan was completely round, like, and it, was, it didn't have yeah, the, the yeah. step oh, or anything. Fan. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, it's, That's an clear, obvious it's, one with it's clear when it's a Jake. That's why I feel very confident saying there's two types of turkeys. Jake and Gobbler. Longbeard, whatever. Yeah. Because Jake's Gobbler. So, yeah, I mean, quick recap on that. Jed shot a Merriam two years ago. Thing gobbled all the way in, came strutting in. No height difference on the fan. But it didn't have a beard and it didn't have spurs. Well, it had a beard, but it, but it, it was, was a three-inch beard. beard. Yeah, yeah. And there was no spurs. Like, it, it was close enough that on video recap, we could investigate and see that it did not have spurs. And it didn't die. There, I mean, there's turkeys that don't have spurs, though. I think it had nubs, though. Yeah, it had nubs. Just yeah. not, like, legit spurs. Well, we've gone too far. Yeah. We can't go back from this one. Well, I'm guessing that this isn't going to be in the same podcast. <laughs> It might be. We'll see what Weston decides to do. So, regardless of this, we're kicking off 2020 here on the Tennessee Outdoors podcast land management series. Make sure you click subscribe. And if you hung through this whole thing, we well, appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate you. And thanks for being so interested in the proposed new laws. That's an important thing to be knowledgeable about. Yeah, go uh, go make your voice be heard in uh, in April at the um, Conservation Congress hearings. Every county has one. Look it up. Even if you don't want to go there and hear debate, go pick up the uh, the pamphlet, fill it out, turn it in. Doesn't have to take all night. <laughs> True that. All right, people. Catch you again soon.